Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment. Uh, today I want to, this is just a quick intro to share that the format is changing a little bit. I'm going to be recording the podcast as a YouTube video and then putting the audio here on the podcast feed. So I'm going to try to mix it up a little bit because I want people on YouTube to be able to see my face. I feel like the podcast episodes will get a little more traction that way. And um, that means just kind of like the format of how it's going to show up might be a little bit different. And I might still give you some exclusive afterthoughts or pre-thoughts on the podcast version or talk about, you know, exclusive offers and things like that on the podcast version. So if you like listening to the podcast version, that'll totally work for you, Joe. So um, yeah, here it is. Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families. I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Erin Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. Hey everybody, Sino here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment and enabling you to unlock your potential. Today on the show I want to talk about the difference between assertiveness and being confrontational. Now this can apply to INTPs, but it also can apply to other TPs or FJs in the Myers-Briggs system. And assertiveness versus confrontational or being confrontational is really the difference between how we can set boundaries for ourselves. I know as INTPs, and I'm an INTP by the way, in case you're new to the channel, um, so I'll be talking mostly from my perspective and talking from the lens of being an INTP. However, if you've got introverted thinking anywhere in your cognitive stack as an INFJ, ISFJ, ENFJ, or ESFJ, this also applies to you because at some point in your life, you're going to have to set some boundaries for yourself and find a way to assert who you are and assert your needs and be able to set boundaries for yourself. In a lot of the ways, it comes down to identity, it comes down to understanding and really truly being comfortable with who you are. And being comfortable with who you are, what your convictions are, what you appreciate, what's important to you, and how you use your time, how you use your energy, and how you want to put forth good vibes into the world. Like all of that, that encapsulation of who you are really becomes the easiest way to, for you to become more assertive about your boundaries as opposed to being confrontational and dramatic about your boundaries. So what I mean really is that being assertive kind of is lives in the empowerment sphere, you know, or, or the empowerment dynamic, really, I shouldn't say sphere, that'll be confusing. Um, empowerment dynamic, which is more 
uh, focused on being either a creator, a coach, or a challenger. Someone who is, you know, you're able to assert, set your boundaries, be able to do self-awakened kind of work, but not have a dependent relationship with how other people respond to your energy. So another way to look at it is the opposing force and the confrontational side of things, which would be a little bit more in the drama side of things or, or an association with the drama triangle. The drama triangle is about victim, villain, and hero. And we're used to hearing those things because we see those three in stories all the time. But the victim, hero, and villain have a codependent relationship with each other. The hero needs someone to save. The villain needs someone to destroy. The villain also needs someone to capture. The victim needs someone to be able to point to and say, like, I can't move because of these two. I need someone to save me or I need someone to be the bad guy, right? And confrontational, it's more obvious to think about, you know, going against a bad guy. You're making yourself uh, the victim, potentially, or, you know, by needing someone to save you or by having someone to point at and say, like, this person's being a jerk. I need them to get away. No. And, um, you know, being confrontational is a way of getting ahead of it, is a way of kind of being your own villain sometimes by being a villain to another person. So instead of asserting your boundaries and saying, like, no, this is important to me. Uh, I, I can't take this appointment. I'm sorry. I love you, but I can't do it because it's just not in my own personal code. It's not what makes sense to me. It's not what's important to me. Um, the confrontational side of that would be responding to an email, requesting your presence and saying like, why would you want me to do that? Or why are you always taking my time? Or like, why are you always blah, blah, blah? Like, why are you meh, meh, meh? It's like the head shaky, meh, 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 <laughs> right? Um, and the reason that I say TPs and FJs, because while that might sound like I'm making an FJ caricature, like INTPs and, and ENTPs do the same thing. We do it in a very different way. We use more stoic language, but we still do it in a very like meh kind of way. It's very aggressive. It's very just meh, get out of here, right? So it's it's the confrontational side of things is just always picking a fight. You're always trying to um, intentionally push people away by basically being um, insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, being insufferable is, is the quickest way to make people not, I mean, you're going to get people away from you. You're going to set a boundary in that way. But when you actually need those same people, you're not going to get anything from them. You've, you've burned that bridge and being assertive means that you can still maintain relationships. You can still have people around you. And usually people respect assertiveness. They respect your sense of identity. So if someone comes to me and DMs me on Twitter and they're just like, hey, uh, I, I would love, actually, no, better better uh, example is like, well, yeah, if somebody DMs me and they're like, hey, I need to know what my career passions are. Like, I can't figure it out. Send me an email list. Send me a list to this email address. And I'm like, where, what, what do you know? <laughs> why would I, why would I stop what I'm doing? Why would I stop what's important to me? Why would I stop doing, you know, why would I stop my life to write a list for you, send it to you and your email list 
to give you a list of something that you probably won't do. Like, no, I'm sorry, that's not. And, and you know, the best way to respond to that is A, either not responding to it, B, saying, well, you know, I have some resources available for this. I have a video I'm doing about that soon. Um, or is there a specific thing that you're trying to get to? You know, so it's like asking a question or, you know, kind of misdirecting them or, or redirecting them. It's kind of like a two or three year old child. You grab them by the shoulders and you just say, no, 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 no. Let's go this way. <laughs> and you just redirect them. Right. And it really starts from owning your identity, because if you feel like you owe that person something because they, you know, you're afraid that they won't like you. Um, first of all, why would you want them to like you? That's a good question to ask, first of all. And second of all, why would you assume that if you are owning who you are and able to assert your boundaries that someone wouldn't like you? The Really, the thing is like assumptions. You don't want to assume that, right? Um, so it's going to take some trial and error of fighting the right language, finding the right words, finding the right, right ways to assert yourself in a way that is not, you know, drama focused. And the challenge is some people are still not going to take nicely to the way you put things nicely. That's just the reality of life. Like that's them. That's not on you. That's on them. That's something in them that they just they're used to getting what they want or, you know, they're not used to roadblocks in any kind of way. And they just ask for things and they get it. And you're just like, boom, here, I just got my thing. I really love it. This is great. I just got it from nowhere. Um, so, you know, it's like if you are able to assert yourself, it's really just about you. Because if you're if you're asserting your identity like, let me go back to the confrontational thing. So if you're, if you're being insufferable and you're pushing everyone away, there's no way for you to know who actually did or didn't like you. So if you're actually being assertive about your identity and you're saying, you know, you're, you're respecting your own boundaries and you're saying, uh, I don't take appointments after five o'clock. I'm sorry. Can you sign up, uh, you know, tomorrow at, uh, 2 PM instead? And if they still have a problem with that and they continue to push you, then they clearly don't respect your boundaries or they don't respect what you have to offer. They're so fixated on what they want, right? And in that case, you can invite them to say like, okay, great. You don't have to do, you don't have to work with me. If you really want to work with me and not just get generalized information that anyone could give you, then you have to, you know, you can, you can go somewhere else. You know, if you want to work with me, then you're going to be flexible to me and my needs. But if you need to go somewhere else or just get generalized information, bye, Felicia, go do your own thing. Right. <laughs> so um, that's basically how I approach uh, assertiveness versus boundaries. You know, assertiveness just comes from owning yourself, owning your power, owning who you are, owning what makes sense to you. So especially as an FJ or, an, or a TP, owning what makes sense is really what it's all about. And if you're trying to find that balance between putting yourself out there and um, being true to who you are, you know, it's really just a series of trial and errors. Sometimes you put mechanisms in place, like if you're a coach, for example, you know, you have an intake form that you can qualify people before you even have an you know, direct conversation. Um, for FJs in particular, it can be really difficult because you want to keep vibing with the person. You want to keep having a conversation with them and you want to keep them, you know, keep the spirits up. Um, but there's also, you know, points where you can reference the data. I have a friend of mine who was working with, um, 
she does like a, a music therapy and she has someone who is like uh, uh, who wants to basically eat up their time with her. You know, they're trying to sort of force an ideology on her. And I gave her the advice. She's an ESFJ. I gave her the advice of like really allowing the other person to make a choice. That's really the best way that you can look at it is like if you own your time and you say like, hey, I'm trying to give you the best therapy session that I can. But if you want to use this hour of time to do this, then we can. But understand that, like, you're not going to get a refund. This is not the best use of our time. And just take a moment to stop. Right. Um, so being able to break rapport because FJs like just want to keep vibing. Right. But you got to learn how to break that vibe. And as TPs, if you're an INTP, you know, to not be so strict with time. Sometimes if you're having a good vibe with someone and you're able to go to the next level, maybe you need to extend the time a little bit. Maybe you need to go outside of your boundaries a little bit and do something that a little more than what just makes sense. Uh, so it's, it's finding that push and pull, finding that balance, right? So assertiveness is really just not being insufferable. <laughs> assertiveness is not being confrontational. You know, particularly as young INTPs and as, you know, FJs for a decent amount of time, when you have an, uh, 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 not a great wielding on your introverted thinking, it's easy to assume that being confrontational, starting debates, starting fights with people is a way for you to set boundaries when really it's it's drama seeking. And that's not healthy for anyone of any type to do so. What the best thing you can do is learn how to be assertive and assertiveness really starts from you starts from within honoring yourself, honoring your boundaries, your needs. And then, you know, that dictates what's come out, what comes out of you. So, um, so I hope, I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense. If you're struggling with this concept, if you're struggling to set boundaries or figure out how to be a little bit more assertive versus confrontational, um, you know, we've got resources below. You can sign up for our email list if you want to get involved in deeper learning around your personality type. And I also offer one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching because uh, I, don't, I don't have a lot of resources for FJs available just yet. So if you want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching to work on boundary setting a little bit, uh, that's something I can really help you with. I'm, all, I'm also an Enneagram 5, so INTP 5 boundaries are kind of my thing. <laughs> so I could definitely help you out with that. Um, dopamine.life is where we have articles, podcasts, all sorts of other things available for you. And... Um, I just want to remind you that, you know, this, this channel is for advice driven excellence and growth. I want you to be tom better tomorrow than you were today, but it's not a jump from zero to a hundred. It's zero to one to two to three, four. So incremental growth and change. So don't feel bad about not being able to set your boundaries right away, you know, or the next situation that comes up and you didn't quite do it right or, you know, it, it didn't work out or you ended up pushing someone away. That's okay. It's going to take time. It's going to take practice. It's going to take a lot of uh, energy for you to figure this out. You know, identity is not an easy thing for anyone. For INFPs, INTPs, ENFJs, ESFJs, it's, it's just hard. It's hard for any personality type to really own who you are. And it's really just a matter of life experience. And, um, sometimes working with another person to really listen to your context, listen to your situation and just guide you forward. So with all that said, dopamine.life articles, podcasts, resources, email list below. 
Leave a comment below if you have questions or uh, requests for future videos. And uh, with all that said, yeah, that's it. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on the See ya. Hi, my name is Michael. I just had a profiling session with CNote and I really loved it. Uh, I actually have been struggling for a long time, hesitating between INTP and INFP. So getting an expert point of view from outside was critical for me. Uh, I really felt in good hands. Uh, I was able to get rid of any doubts I had. I was able to ask any questions and that was really a game changer for me. Uh, overall, I'm really happy with how the session was set up and very happy with the results as well. So I highly recommend working with him um, and I want you to thank him again. It was totally worth it. Sign up for your own one-on-one -on -one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today.